just like me when I talk shit about Tom to other people behind the back with another episode of <laughs> what are we even doing? Wow. Coming in hot with a betrayal right out of the gate. <laughs> you piece of shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Start today's episode with a bit of tension. As I just... <laughs> Guys, we are gathered here today mm-hmm. because it's WrestleMania season. Yeah. Ish. I think by the time this comes out, WrestleMania will have come and gone. Uh, maybe. Hard to believe Stardust came back and <laughs> beat Roman Reigns. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, today we're talking about WrestleMania 27. Yes. Uh, one of the more forgotten WrestleManias, which uh, maybe it's kind of easy to be a forgotten one at this point because there's been so many. Yeah. You know, uh, but before we get into that main event. Before we get into the undercard, before we get into the fire, before we get into anything else. Oh my god. We have to. We got to. Yeah. Yours had an extra click to it. At, I just you... clipped my nails. This, at your computer th- this desk, keeps right? coming up so often on this show. Like, look at these nubs <laughs> at the end of my hand. You did it at your computer's. Absolutely uh, at not. Your, uh, no, at the, no. At the desk, no, right? No, no, no. no. Mm. Mm. Why wouldn't you? Braden, uh, you got anything you'd like to speak about specifically? Because I've, I've got one thing. And I know <laughs> that, like, recently we talked about entertainment. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Um, I don't know that I have anything. Is there any news? Do we not have any? Wrestling news? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so much episode. news. The n- news. The news. 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 This is the um, thing that's going to keep happening, by the way. Uh, let's see. I don't know. There's some bullshit fake outrage over Tony Storm starting an OnlyFans. She made like 20 grand in the first two hours it was on or something. Uh, good for go. her. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I think I've said it before on the show. I fault nobody for starting an OnlyFans. I will only fault the people who subscribe to them. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. There's that. People are getting hired. People are getting fired all the fucking time. Um, yeah. It, it's a crazy mixed up world. Hot rumor as of this recording is Cody Rhodes has signed a deal to the WWE worth between three and five million dollars a year downside guarantee. Got to. Got to. Especially because, again, supposedly, and I do have something I would like to touch on in, in regards to this. Supposedly, when he was leaving and said, Fucking, I'm not resigning him out. They offered him a five hundred thousand dollar raise. That's half a million fucking dollars. That that's not chump change to any person. Yeah. And he said, "Nope." And now he's coming back for up ten times that. You know, yeah. like, like good for him. Uh, I want to talk about wrestling journalists, wrestling journalism. Okay. And how, for the most part. It is profoundly stupid. Mm-hmm. I so like okay. We've talked about the walk culture uh, guys on here before. Yes, I love walk culture. Like I'll watch slash listen to their videos. I find them entertaining. They're witty and charming. Yeah, fine. And I view it more as entertainment than I do actual news. Yeah, but when they are reporting on things that other people have reported on, like they'll start stuff and be like. 
Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select or Dave Meltzer on Wrestling is over you know radio. I'm like, okay, so you're not even doing the investigating. You're just repeating what somebody else has said. Yeah. But maybe you're more engaging and easy to listen to than Dave Meltzer, which is yeah. also known as everyone. <laughs> uh <laughs> But I think the thing that I think I don't like about wrestling journalism is that it's it's always just conjecture. Yeah. Because wrestlers by their nature are constantly working, which roundabout way means that they're lying. Yeah. So if somebody says, Yeah, I'm leaving this company, are they? Or is it just they're putting that out there and then they're gonna try to leverage that to get a better deal with where they're at? Mm-hmm. Or are they completely happy and content where they are and they're just drumming shit up for no goddamn fucking reason? Yeah. Or is it actually true? Like... Yeah. You know, and not even in regards to, like, just hiring some... Like, injuries. Shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not hurt. Is he the... Like, it's so weird. It's like... It's it's tabloids. It's just fucking tabloids. Yeah. But nobody... I don't know. I view it as entertainment. That's honestly well, probably yeah. the best way to, to take it. Now, Brayden, are you controlling your narrative today? I control your narrative, my narrative, everyone's narrative. But the first two rules... Have you read the rules? <laughs> I have. Can, can I... Uh, pull them up. If pull I can find them, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm going to try to pull these up very quickly because I want to run through the rules of control your narrative. What and is control your narrative, by the way? What is that? Horseshit. Uh... <laughs> So, control your narrative, a.k.a. Uh, CYN, I guess, or whatever, um, is this, quote, promotion that's being started by EC3, uh, Adam Shear, formerly Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. uh, Austin Aries is on board. Guys, if you're listening to this for the first time and you're like, well, that doesn't sound good at all, well, yeah. Ugh. It seems very Fight Club-ish, which... Honestly, here's the thing. I love the movie Fight Club. Mm-hmm. This shit makes me not like the movie. Because it seems like these dumb fucks watched it and took the the wrong worst message from the film. It would be like watching Bambi and being like, the moral of the story is we need to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, well... Uh, <laughs> think you missed part of the fucking plot there, Ethan. Um, okay. Ethan? Oh, okay. Carter the third. Got it. Alright, so... <laughs> You're just pulling out a weird... Now, before I read this, are you familiar with... Have you ever seen Fight Club? No. You really actually genuinely <laughs> should. I know I say that a lot. But, are that, that, like, that's, but are yeah. you surprised by my answer? Uh, no. And, and honestly, like... I would love, honestly, I would love to just hear your take on it because of the generational gap. Okay. Like, we, we, we reviewed shit like wrestling from the 90s, right? Fight Club culturally is very of the 90s, but it's not mm-hmm. like the the actual content isn't, mm-hmm. you know, so much. Okay. Um, at least not in my opinion. Anyways, rules of Fight Club. Rule number one, you do not talk about Fight Club. I've heard of Rule this. Rule number two, this. you do not talk about Fight Club. Right? Okay, shit. Here we go, guys. Control your narrative, rules, and regulations. This is the actual fucking post from these goddamn goons. 
Number one. You are in control. Number two. You are in control. Okie dokie. Number three. Fights end when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand, or quit. Sanctioned matches, in quotes, can end via pinfall. So this already implies the idea of we're going to have fights, but we're also going to have matches. Now the rules for the matches are different than the rules for the fights. <laughs> but based... Okay. Is there anything about this specific rule that you think is like, eh? I, I, it, I just feel like it doesn't work together. Yeah. They're, it's uh, conflicting ideas. Because it, it sounds to me like they're saying the fights are real, the matches are not. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But also be invested in the matches that we're telling you are fake. Yeah. That you know are fake. But be invested in the fights <laughs> that are real, but let's be honest, guys, they're fucking fake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four, standard, again in quotes, professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned, uh, in quotes, matches. Chaos ensues in the Project Pit. <laughs> I that part I fucking lost my mind. What I I don't is... I Okay, so what you're saying is again, you're you're going to have matches, sanctioned matches, but you're also going to have fights. But chaos ensues in the Project Pit. <laughs> So are the matches in the this to me implies that every show every show will have a ring with sanctioned matches and maybe the fights happen in the ring too. That that maybe jury's out on that. Jury's yep, yeah, absolutely. But then the project pit to me implies that every show will have a ring here for matches possibly fights yeah. and also a hole in the floor <laughs> like a chasm is something um now we get into some shit where i'm like you you're already going back on your own horseshit rule number 5 and i i am reading this as is typed no hashtag super kicks no hashtag tope suicidas no hashtag canadian destroyers Guys, I want to be honest. This is a list of rules that is not a tweet. I don't know what... Why, why Why are these things hashtagged? I don't know. I don't know. Also, if the first two rules say that I'm in control... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my offense is based on Canadian Destroyers, Tope, <laughs> Suicidas, and Super Kicks, but I'm no longer able to do them... It's not well, you're controlling my narrative. But that seems that, like, rule number five is in violation of rule number one and two. Yeah. Oh, my. It and on top work. of that, if chaos reigns in the project pit... <laughs> I if, don't know why that part in particular is so <laughs> fucking funny to me. Well, if okay, if you and I are controlling our narratives, but we're having a sanctioned match, and I'm controlling my narrative, and you're controlling your narrative... And you throw a super kick as yeah. I do a tope suicida. Hot spot. Just saying. Jesus Christ. Like, 
who's in violation there? We both Do you are. get disqualified? Yeah. Braun Strowman himself comes out and beats the piss out of but us. But that's if we're in a sanction. Hang on. I'm making sense of this now. If we're in a sanction... We're making sense... Okay, If you and I are having a sanctioned match... <laughs> One sec. Did you hear just then how I was fully against and then with you in, that, mm-hmm. in the same moment? I was like, we're going to really... And then I was like, no, I'm strapped in. Let's go. Brother, Let's I'm, 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 I'm going to get us booked. All right, so oh here we go. Oh, my God. We're going to control so our narrative. We're going to control their narrative, too, those fucking yes. fucks. <laughs> we'll spin it. <laughs> so, okay, so you and me, we're having a sanctioned match, mm-hmm. in quote, sanctioned match, which is uh, determined by professional wrestling, in quote, rules. Okay. Guys, I'm doing the air quotes, too. Okay. You can't see it. Not okay. a visual medium. Yeah. I go for the to- hashtag Tope Suicida. <laughs> You cut me off with the hashtag super kick. Yeah. Referee says double disqualification. I say to you, no, sir, I'm controlling your narrative. Let's move this match into the Project Pit where chaos reigns. We do nothing in that fucking hole in the dirt but dive at each other and do flipping pile drivers. I'm sold. Eight stars in Tokyo. (laughs) Okay, hang on. We're not done yet. Number six. What? Oh my god, there's another rule? I was just trying to explain the rules. Oh my god, I thought we were done. What? How can we go up from here, dude? What? Alright, number six. Oh, this may throw a cog in the plan I just had. The fight isn't with your opponent, it is with yourself. So I'm going to do a tope suicida onto me. <laughs> what? I'm I'm asking this guys. I'm not even trying to do the joke based on the show. What what are we even doing with this? Like who who is this for? Them. Man, I asked the question and you absolutely fucking delivered. It's... Uh, I I don't even know what the fuck what, dude. Now if I, I'm I, hear hear me out. If if I'm gonna like watch a show and it's just Austin Aries punching himself in the head until he falls down and throws up, I I might be willing to put a couple dollars towards that. Yeah, yeah. If I'm watching a show that's just Braun Strowman, like. Hammer fisting his own dick until he just falls that's down. Kind of, that's a different kind of show. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying for pleasure. I'm saying like he's punching his own bag. His own bag? <laughs> he just called it a bag. Yeah. Oh my. Like I need to see these dumb fucks hurt themselves. Um, oh by the way, we're not done. We're not at the end of the list yet. Oh my god. Number seven. Fights will go on as long as they have to. Sanctioned matches, again in quotes, in all caps here, hit their times. I remember that. I remember that now. This only makes this worse. You're just implying to the audience that we have a set time, so don't plan anything too much. Basically is what you're saying. I guess. Like, this... Like if the if the if the goal here I don't well, okay one I don't know what the goal here is I'm not yeah. going to defend any of this yeah. but if the goal here is to try to do something that's very meta for like pro wrestling this ain't it bro <laughs> yeah like I I'm sorry but like I can't 
sanction this buffoonery? I can, I, no one can. <laughs> no, you can't, Mr. Simpson. No one can. Um, but but if you sanctioned this buffoonery, the buffoonery would be sanctioned in a match. This is actually true. Yes. <laughs> that, I, and then I think, in fact, the chaos will supreme in the <laughs> Project Pit. I was going to say, I can't sanction anything in the Project Pit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, man, we have one more rule. I want to see it picture of the project pit i i would be more interested in this if everything was in the project pit because then you're trying to have rules but the concept is that it, chaos reigns supreme in the project like get the what the get project the. project pit was my nickname in high school <laughs> what if it's a kitty chaos forgotten wcw jobber reigns supreme so like you go into the project pit and he's just like Nah, you suck. <laughs> um, last rule. If you want to hashtag control your narrative, you have to fight. I don't know, man. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. My narrative's pretty calm. Like, my, my narrative doesn't involve being one of you dipshits. Like... Oh, my God. Th- this is so this, this is a good... Uh, uh, I, I will call it a joke in regards to this. Control your narrative is great, in my opinion. Keeps a bunch of dudes I have no interest in ever seeing again in one spot instead of littering various shows I might actually want to watch. Amazing. Uh, so I recently, as in like yesterday, bought a large amount of Ring of Honor DVDs from friend of the show, Coin Jones. And threw one in earlier, just to like... Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's check some of this shit out. Austin Aries in the opener. And I was watching it and I'm talking to Megan. I'm like, it's so frustrating because I was such a fan of that guy's work in ring. I thought he was so fucking good. I mean, he is good in ring. Like, I, I don't think you can take that away from him. And he ends up being just the biggest fuck. Yeah. And, like, what's crazy is even before he went full fucking COVID's not real... You know, that level of conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. You know how, like... Especially in wrestling, but it, this this would apply for life. There's some people that you may be like, Oh, Tom's a cool dude. And somebody else is like, Ah, fuck Tom, he sucks. You may be like, Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't agree with you, but I can understand that. Yeah. But then there's other people where you'd be like, Oh man, Bucky's the best. And if somebody said, No man, Bucky sucks, you'd be like, No, you suck. Bucky's the fucking best, right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So that do you always have that kind of you know, whatever? At no point in my life have I heard a person <laughs> say a good thing about Austin Aries. <laughs> I've been, I've yeah. never been on a show with the guy. I've never met him. He cannot ride he cannot ride the roller coasters that I ride. That's right. I will make fun of him for being short because he's a piece of shit. But, I love it. Like, I, I've been on tons of shows with people who have worked with him. I never bring this shit up. Sometimes it just does. Not one person. Ever. It, you know what I mean? Like, that's got us count for something. God damn it. I don't know. I don't know either. What, like... They, they ran a show, by the way. It drew, like, 70 people. Wait, really? Control your narrative. With Braun Strowman, Aiden EC3, and whatever the fuck else, they drew, like, it was between 70 and 80 people. Zawa, on a bad show, outdrew Braun Strowman. 
Oh my god. Amazing. Like, does how can that not tell you that you're fucking up? Like, <sighs> I don't even think that it's like... Part of me thinks that it's them rallying against, like, quote, cancel culture, young culture, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. But the problem is, one, fuck you, and two, <laughs> so you're being vocal against the internet community. On the, the internet, internet community. The internet community. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to yeah. me, I'm like, what the fuck? What What is wrong? Oh, I don't know. Tom, I think you're just... I'm so... You're, I'm, you're, I'm, you're I'm just, getting heated. You're you're just not in control of your narrative. Mm-hmm. You gotta You gotta join the chaos in the project pit. Good! Send send 40 people a pick of your project pit. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Good. Uh that that that's going to get brought up by the way. Uh I uh I think I I don't know if I talked about it on here or not. So I got drunk one night and I ordered off of Amazon the entirety of the the 90s sitcom news radio cuz I remembered thinking it was funny when I was a kid. It is funny. Mm. But uh one of the main characters is played by Steven Root. Great actor. You you know who he is, you just don't know. And uh, he does this thing where he just says, Good! Mm. But it doesn't, like, it, it's not the right response. <laughs> yeah. Like, my favorite one is in one of the first episodes. A guy comes up and just goes, Sir, I have two things I need to talk to you about. Good! <laughs> you don't even know what it, like... <laughs> yeah. It, or some shit where it's like, Bill says he's going to quit. Good! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking A. My narrative sucks. Oh, no. I should control it. In the project pit. I love the way you said (laughs) it. That really sold it to me, because every time... God damn it. So good. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what any of that means, though. Like, do you have any idea? No, I have no clue what that could even be. I don't either. That's why I say I want to see a picture of the project pit, but it also sounds like a euphemism for anus. It does, doesn't it? And I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I took a shit out of my project pit. <laughs> I had turtle for dinner the other night. You would have thought that would have made my ass into a project pit, but it didn't. <laughs> Everything was fine. I love it. Yeah, went went out to eat a local restaurant and was like all excited for fish tacos. Mm. So I was like, cheat meal time, baby. It's Lent. I'm taking advantage of these weird Catholic superstitions. Fish tacos. Sold out of fish tacos. Damn it. We got turtle. And I go, what? (laughs) Had me some turtle. There you go. Tastes like chicken thighs. Uh, But you know what does not taste like chicken thighs? Ernest Borgnine's cocaine soda. You may be sitting here wondering... Does Ernest Borgnine's cocaine soda taste like turtle meat? The answer is no, not at all. It tastes like Ernest Borgnine's cocaine soda, a proud sponsor of this fine podcast. Now you're sitting there wondering, why would I need cocaine soda? I'm not Ernest Borgnine. Are you sure? Are you sure you're not Ernest Borgnine? Are you sure you're not Hollywood legend Ernest Borgnine, who in recent times went on to play Mermaid Man on (laughs) SpongeBob SquarePants, as well as being snatched. Nightclub. Red. The Wishing Well. Frozen Stupid. Among other things. 
And here's the, here's the best thing about Ernest Borgnine's cocaine soda, folks. You can enjoy the product, but you actually can't be Ernest Borgnine because he died January 8th of 2012. But his memory lives on, not just through his films and his voice acting work, but through the delicious taste of Ernest Borgnine's cocaine soda, available wherever Wild Wed podcasts are sold. Thanks to our sponsor. <laughs> I got a lot of these coming. You'll get your I, you'll get your two percent. I love it. You will get your two percent of that. I swear. Two two percent. Oh yeah, the five crisp crisp fiber. A hot five, if you will. Hot. Ooh, that's new. Or a jug of two percent milk, whichever uh, is your case. Uh, I am a. You know what? I I do enjoy some milk. Yeah, how are me, you on me milk? Too. Big time, big Dude. huge huge fan. When I was huge a kid, milk. when I was a kid, <laughs> half gallon milkers. a day, half gallon a day. Huge milkers, big milkers. <laughs> give, give me some big fluffy mommy milkers. Some real bodong honkaroos. <laughs> Humongous hungalunga nunalungungas. <laughs> Woo! Massive uh, the hunka banka lose. And she's got even bigger. Uh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But yeah, I, I frequent milk. Milk, milk's great. Um, I actually, I used to be a firm two percent, firm, good two percent guy. <laughs> God damn it! But uh, I then weaned myself to skim milk. Hmm. Uh, it's a hard shift to make, but once you get on it, it's fine. Um, I can't sanction that. Tom. Yeah, I, I, I know. And like I said, you, it's, it's hard to get going on. It. I can't, and I won't. Sanction this. I, dude, I, I made the shift because I was, like, dieting very, very hardcore years ago. Borderline eating disorder, quite frankly. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it, no, it, it, was a, it was a time. I was like, I would not eat carbs. Like, my, I would literally have a meal that was, like, a piece of chicken that I cooked on a George Foreman grill with peanut butter on it. Ugh, why? Because I had a fucking eating disorder and body issues. I'm sorry. Uh, but, um... Yeah. Fuck, what were we just talking about? Ernest Borgnine's cocaine soda? Uh, that, I think we, we started on that. No. What was the product? No carbs. Milk! Uh, that's what it was. I fucking shifted to skim milk in order to cut down on yeah. the carbs. And uh, once I got going on it, it was fine. If I had a glass of whole milk now, it would probably make me wretch. It's too thick. Whole milk, whole milk, Dude. I can't. It's, 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 it's like drinking cold butter. Butter, two percent, absolutely. Two percent. Give me, give best. me a glass. Yeah, it's fucking great. I really did drink a lot of that shit when I was a kid. I can't believe it didn't bankrupt my dad. Like, mm-hmm. wild. Used to do like a quarter milk as a meal. Wow. Like I would wake up in the morning for breakfast. I would just have a jug of milk. That was it. Yeah. Wow. Eating disorder. Um. <laughs> anyways. Much healthier now, he said, having a beer. (laughs) So, okay, why did you pick this show? So, I realized, um, sort of accidentally to play off of what you um, picked the last show for. Right. I wanted, I said, hey, there's another opportunity for, I've only seen one match on this show, and I haven't seen the rest of the pay-per-view. Okay. So I picked this. Forgetting that I had actually seen two matches out of out, off the show, right on. So that's why I picked it. 
Uh, cool. I'm excited to see what two you have seen before. I feel like I think I think I know one. Um, so this I watched is... both with you for the first time. Okay, so this is WrestleMania 27 from mm-hmm. 2011. Uh, coming to you from the Georgia Dome, site of Bill Goldberg winning the WCW title from Hulk Hogan on free television. Yeah. WCW ran this fucking dome for fucking television. That's pretty good. For, there were, uh, what is it? I think it's either 40 or 44,000 people for that Nitro, which is unbelievable for you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine if an episode of Raw drew 44,000 people now. That'd be crazy. Like, it's cr- awesome shit. Um, I love this setup. I love this. The The dome looks great. I love yeah. the set. Like, yeah. I'm sure we'll touch on the, the cube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Rock is the host. Yeah. Your thoughts? Pretty cool. It's fun. Neat. Whatever. Uh, um, I, ha- I have a question here. I'm, I'm curious your take on it. Is The Rock the biggest wrestling star of all time? I'm going to say no. Only because so many more people know The Rock for other than wrestling. See, I would have said yes for the exact same reason. Which there is an argument for that, yeah. But I mean, if I, I mean, if you say wrestling star, I'm thinking. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like the biggest star in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Biggest okay. star okay. in wrestling. Yes, but biggest wrestling star? No. You understand what I'm saying here? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm following you. Yeah. 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 Because he's he's been arguably more successful out of wrestling than yeah. he was in, despite being a massive success in wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was like Andre the Giant. You know him for wrestling. Do you think that Andre is the biggest wrestling star of all time? He's up there. I'd have to really think about it. I think still, that I might like be one... So many people know, even if you don't know, you know Hulk Hogan. Yeah, right? I, I was so going like, to throw Hogan's name out there. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, like, if, if we're going based on that criteria, I think, yeah, you, you almost come down to, like, the same four or five people where it's going to be... You're Andre the Giant. Because, like, people who don't know what wrestling is, if you just say the phrase Andre the Giant, and it's a giant named Andre, you, you do it better <laughs> yeah, than that. But, yeah. like, you know, uh, if you say Hulk Hogan, they know, oh, yeah, that's that wrestling guy. Yeah. And then past that, I think you almost got to go, like, your Stone Cold Steve Austin's, your Rock, and your Ric Flair's. Maybe. I think Flair, honestly, as, as fucked as it is to say, is maybe trailing at the bottom end of that, too. Yeah. I think there's people that don't know who Ric Flair is. Yeah. I can see that. Like, I I mean, I'm not that I think. I'm positive that there are. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Rock takes 100 consecutive years to make his entrance. I hated this. I hated it. I don't like The Rock's promos. I noted it specifically in this one, how much I did not like this one. The And the note that I made here, I don't like The Rock's promos, despite the fact that they are effective. Yeah. Like, I almost feel the same way about Rock's promos as I do feel about, like, uh, like most sports movies. 
Yeah, okay, yeah. Where it's like, I know, I, I know that this is entertaining. I know this is a good, compelling story. I know it's the same story every fucking time. But, god damn it. Like, mm-hmm. Can we pause this for a, for a minute or two? Yeah? I wanted to talk about this before we got into the main event. And I totally okay. forgot, and I want to bring it up now. Okay. So, a uh, recent episode, we talked a lot about uh, entertainment outside of wrestling. I talked about uh, We talked about Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Massacre. Uh, I talked about the movie X. Yeah, we've had a lot of good discussion on here about like superhero and comic book stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw the Batman. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I can't remember. You were gonna go and then didn't. I can't remember why. Overslept or something. I completely forgot that it was Thursday. Mm. And and you didn't remind me. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Uh, <laughs> so I saw the Batman. Uh. I, I don't want to get into spoilers on it because I actually this is another one I, I say this about like so many movies on here I do want you to see it because I'm if for no other reason I'm fascinated to see what your take on it is I really really liked it okay I have seen complaints and criticisms about it some of which I was like that's fair some of which I was like you're an idiot um not you but like the person complaining <laughs> yeah um it is impossible to talk about it without mentioning the runtime. It is two hours and fifty six minutes, which Whoa. is for any film is just massive. Um, the shit that I liked was it is very much a detective movie. Mm. It is not, uh, you know, Mister Freeze trying to fucking turn the world into an iceberg over the top thing. It is a very much. Who's a corrupt cop? What's going on? Who's the mob guy? This, that, and the other. Batman using very cool technology and like people to infiltrate whatever. The Riddler in this is, in essence, a terrorist. Uh, there's no other way to word it. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool and a modern take on it. I love that it was very grounded in. It's more grounded in reality than even like the Christopher Nolan ones are. Okay. Because those are realistic, but they're also towing that line of the fantastic. Yeah. You know, this one I was like, yeah, that most of this could happen. Um, okay. Performances are all great. I actually thought Robert Pattinson did great. Uh, a lot of people are like, you know, fuck him. He's too emo, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I don't think that you're getting what this is here. Uh, yeah. I love that it's not an origin movie. I don't need any more origin movies for establishing... I don't, I don't need to see these old bastards die I don't in front of their see, kids again. I don't need to see Spider-Man in origin. I, I don't need to... Nope, nope. I use my favorite superhero. I don't need to see it. How many times can you watch Uncle Ben get shot? Like, I'm <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't need that. I'll I cry every time. Sure, but like... But I, I don't need no to mas. see it. We yeah. know. We know why we're here. Um, uh, Andy Serkis, as Alfred, kills it. He's not in the movie as much as I thought he was going to be, but he's great. Uh, I love Andy Serkis. He's a really just, like, he's immensely successful, but he's also just like that under-the-radar gem yeah. of an actor. Like, he's in everything that's big, yeah. and nobody seems to, like, give a fuck. But I'm like, you know, man, he fucking rules. Uh, sure does. Highly recommend it. Drop Jesus the bottle cap Christ. again. Um, <laughs> this this can't be a new recurring theme. I hope this, not. My notifications have not. <laughs> dude, we can't have a new thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I fucking loved it. There's there's also bits in it that are genuinely funny, and there's stuff in it where I was like, yeah, this is good. I 
Like, people that would bitch about it being too long, it's like, yeah, I, I can't argue that. You know what I mean? Like, three hours is a long movie. Even if yeah. it's good, that's a long movie. When people would say that it was boring, I was like, well, maybe you're just a fucking mook. <laughs> Simpleton. Yeah, yeah, maybe you just need bombs going off every three minutes to be entertained. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe um, you just need things spoon-fed to you. Real, honestly, yeah. That's that's generally what, that what to me, that mo- the Batman is. Where it's like, there's a lot of... There's cool shit where it's like he's at a crime scene and he's literally figuring out what happened. Because the character is the world's greatest detective, this, that, and the other. He's working with the cops, all this other shit. Like, yeah. there's controversy. Also, it's kind of cool because at one point you find out he's like, in in the in this movie, he's uh, two years in to being Batman. Mm. So he's in that, like, uh, awkward, formative... Period, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's literally having dialogue where he's like, things are getting worse. I don't even know if I'm helping. And I'm like, yeah. Give That's do, so good. Yeah, dude. Give me more <laughs> oh of that. God. Like, it's so fucking... It, it's very heavy. It's, it's dark. It is, by design, very dark. The violence in it is... Pretty, it's not gory because, like, it's a PG-13 thing, so you can't do a lot of... But the yeah. violence in it is like it, it it it's violent as fuck. I think that's how I would want my Batman movie. That's how I want my Batman movies. Yeah. Like it I'm gonna have to rewatch it before I like make the final call, but it might be my favorite one. Which is hard for me to fucking let go of my love of the Dark Knight. But to me the Dark Knight is a great movie that is anchored by the villain. Yeah. And the Batman is a really fucking good movie that is completely anchored by Batman. Yeah. And I loved it. I absolutely fucking loved it. I probably edited better, too. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) I'd have to, like, honestly, that's the shit where it's like, you make me want to watch or go back to the credits and be like, who fucking edited this? Um, Back to the wrestling. Uh (laughs) Oh, yeah, we actually started talking about... I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. But um, pl- but please, by the way, if you get a chance to go watch the Batman, I, I I do think that you would actually enjoy this one because it is, it's dark. He's not doing dumb shit. It's a lot of like the fight sequences are very cool. Hell yeah! Uh, he sells. Does he do? Uh, he sells big time. Tackle, drop down, hip toss. Yeah, man. We need some motion. <laughs> get the crowd on your side. <laughs> Start clapping. No, like I I like that there's shit in this where it's like the bat suit isn't just this impenetrable thing like you yeah. see him you see batman get fucked up i like that, it that that adds to the i like it you know yeah um so the rock comes out here yeah he does and he's saying a lot of things yeah cuts a promo it's basically all promos he's ever cut yep um i do like how he kind of changed up. Uh, he added to the his catchphrase, his, like the big catchphrase, mm. by getting the crowd involved on that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was fun. Um, he promises that this is going to be like the most memorable WrestleMania ever, which is uh, a lie. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't remember a lot of this, and I've seen the show several times. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Just. It took so it took so long. It took so long. Very long. 
Just like that silence we just had. <laughs> um, uh, cool video package, I thought. It was decent to open the show after this. Yeah. And then... Fucking Del Rio. <laughs> I, I was like, God damn it. Because I had forgotten about this. And then a lot of the show is that thing where it's jogging my memory. Yeah. So Del Rio's music hits. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? we got to sit through another one of these boring fucking arm-based matches. Um, <laughs> and then I saw Brodus Clay. And I was like, oh, wait, what? He's yeah. not a funk. Is, what the fuck is this? Then Christian comes out, and I, then I was like, oh, wait, is it... Then I remember, this is Del Rio versus Edge. Yeah. But, yeah, at first I was like, what? Yeah. What's happening? Um, but then this actually made me, like, interested in watching this because I was like, oh, fuck, this is Edge's last match. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten that this was it, so I had to, like, kind of pay attention to this more so than I had anticipated to, uh... One more time, for the people in the back, fuck Del Rio. Okay. Especially because at one point, he had retired both Edge and Christian. <laughs> um, <sighs> they... Whoa, I almost... Jesus, that would have been bad. <laughs> that would have been uh, hilarious to have on the podcast. They point out that Edge had been in four consecutive world heavyweight title matches at Mania. Yes. Which is really fucking cool. That is real... That's That's dope. Um, I, my next note here just says, you really can't tell how bad Edge is hurting in this. Well, I he, he had a weird look at, on his face during yeah. the start of this, which made me think, did, like, does he know, does he know he's done at this point? Do you I, think he does? I think he does. But, like, I mean, like, so far as, like, the in-ring, like, the, the match and everything. Yeah. It's... Do you remember when we covered that King of the Ring and, like, Benoit's neck was fucked, but when you watch the match, like, you... It's obvious that he's yeah. he's in pain that I can't try to imagine. Yeah. Edge didn't seem like he was... Yeah, he seemed completely fine to me. Yeah. Like, uh, like some of the stuff I thought was, like, soft, but it wasn't, like, drastic, I think yeah. is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Edge for a second? How fucking good is Edge? He's damn good, still. Yeah. Like, like I remember very vividly, so the Royal Rumble 2020 was when came he back. came back. Um, we were all here yeah. at your house, and we all we were all day talking about, do you think it's going to happen? Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's... Oh, it might yeah, because there was already rumors and shit yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And when it happened, we all freaked out, and this is, he looks incredible, it's great, whatever. And then I remember very vividly thinking to myself, seeing him, like, working, I'm like, he's doing awesome shit with AJ Styles right now. Yeah. Like, he never missed a beat. Yeah. In nine years. It's amazing. Like Unbelievable. The, 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 the shit that people can come back from is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited for him and AJ. Yeah. I'm a little eh on the build for it. I don't know how I feel about this new music that Edge has. I gotta I listen know, to either. it. I gotta listen to it more. But, like, yeah. when I heard that they changed it, I was like, what? Because, like, 
man, that that Metalingus, man. Yeah. It's so perfect, but yeah. Uh, I I had to know here. I do like the way that Del Rio sets up the armbar, where he has that thing where it's like he hooks almost like he's going to do a hip toss, and then leaps over, like yeah. spins around. The guy takes a bump straight into the armbar. That is pretty slick. Yeah. So, I'll give him that. Um, I like the finish. I do too. Uh, there's an educator in this. The whole the weird sharpshooter variation. Yeah. I liked that that got brought out. Great finish. Um, and then my next one says, that's it for nine years. Which is, again, just crazy, crazy to think. Crazy, yeah. And then uh, after that, Edge kind of fucks up Del Rio's car. Yeah. Which is an actual Rolls Royce. Like, Why? I don't know. The, the, this is such a weird thing. Like, what they? Why do WWE love destroying cars? I don't know that, and I also don't know why they can't get baby faces right. <laughs> but what I mean? Yeah. Okay. No, Edge, I know Edge, Edge is definitively the the hero here. Yeah. He comes in. He wins. Yeah. He a rare ti- uh, title retention at WrestleMania, which. Traditionally, is where you change hands on the belt. And then, it's not enough that he wins, and wins clean, and overcomes the odds with outside interference and everything else. Now he's like, yeah, I'm a good guy. Fuck up this expensive car. <laughs> Why? You've... To what know. end? God damn it. Del Rio... Selling this is awful. Oh, dude. Like, he, you'd think he he'd doesn't be doing look the, like... like you'd be, he'd be doing the big... Oh no. He no, he just no. sits there and watches it and can't be given a fuck. Or a damn. And like as somewhat car enthusiast here. Rolls-Royce, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, it's nice. They fucking suck. <laughs> They're goddamn boring. Okay, yeah. Like yeah. it's great to have someone drive you in one. But like no. These these things are not fun. They are. They're fucking boring. Like <laughs> it's just it's nice fucking furniture on a wheel yeah, that's yeah. all it fucking is yeah. I hate the company I hate their products god damn, damn I, it I did not expect you to get that heated I've watched, you're loaded for dude, bear this dude, episode I've, I've watched like uh, so I watch a lot like, like car reviews yeah. on YouTube when I'm like bored or whatever anytime it's a Rolls Royce I'm like ugh <laughs> and then it's always some like this lavish like Okay, so you know how, like, modern cars now, uh, a lot of them don't have, like, a, a gear shifter that's a lever. They have a knob. Yeah. Right? Rolls-Royce would do shit where it's, like, they have leather on the knob. So when you turn the... I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck every bit of what this is. Again, get the get get out of my fucking America. America, like, yeah. Uh, or, or, like, the way that the seats are lined and shit. And, the, the, like, those cars, a lot of them are designed to be chauffeurs. Like, there's shit that's like, this is for the chauffeur, this is for the passenger. The passenger is never intended to be the driver. Eat my ass, Rolls. Like, I Rolls. Rolls. I fucking hate them. John Royce. I just can't stand them. It's disgusting to me. Um, My next note just says, oh my god, the coal mine. I had forgotten what time period we were in here. And then this happens wrote, every time we we visit 2011 because yeah. we said this like four or five times on the podcast. Uh huh. And my next note just says, "Are we covering another Cole versus Lawler match?" My my 
Next note is, oh god, why did I pick this? You, you've done us a disservice. Well, until we get to this next match. You know what my next note is, Tom? I might, but I want to hear it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Folks, we're talking about Rey Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes. This fucking rules. <laughs> just, uh, just the bulging rod oh, at this dude, point. Oh, <laughs> dude, the hardest. The like, hardest porked rod. Just a fucking tube of pig. Uh, oh, oh no. A meat tube. I know that, like, Cody Rhodes... Oh, my God. Uh, I know <laughs> oh, that, like... No. <laughs> the more I think about that, the worse that is. Yeah, that that's not great. I know that Cody Rhodes is a very, like, controversial person to talk about like, these days because a lot of people are like, oh, he's great, he sucks, this, and the other. At this point, he was unfuckwithable, and you cannot tell me otherwise. I dropped the bottle cap again. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Tom. Well, I use it... I'm, like... No, I, I feel you. I feel playing you. with it in my hand. Uh... The build for this is great because I love it. Psycho ugly, not ugly. Cody Rhodes might be my favorite. Cody Rhodes. It's a damn good one. Um, I liked this cut of his theme song. I don't. I don't know. To me, it just matched. I, I, well, I like that it was a change. I just don't like. The I think change. that maybe it's because it matched and because they had the um, the Titan Tron had like fake the newspaper headlines awesome. and it just said stuff like grotesque. Uh, like the entrance the, jacket is great. The the Titan Tron is unbelievable. I just don't like the theme. The the clear plastic face mask is great. Yep. Cody wore that like out and about during this. Like full I on committed. It. Yeah. Um did it again. Dude, I almost did that on purpose. Um <laughs> Why does it make me laugh so hard? Dude? I don't know. Um <laughs> What do you think of Ray in the Captain America garb? Love it. Same. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorite Ray Mysterio superhero garbs. I I love this match. So is it this has gotta be one of the ones, right? This is Because I'm positive I had to have shown this to you. Yeah. It's so good. The pace. The pace. The, like I know that we recently did Mania twenty six and there's that real hot match with Punk and Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was, I was watching this, I'm like, Ray is one of the unsung heroes of Mania. In the yeah. sense of, like, he's never had a long match, but they're always, like, good. Yeah. Uh, also had a talk uh, recently with a friend of the show, Matt Cage. Mm. We were talking about, like, best in-ring of all time, and I go, I'm not going to go a full top five, and I would maybe mix this up tomorrow, but I would say in no order my top three... Shawn Michaels, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio. That's a good Brian that's... Brian Danielson, I should say. But like Yeah. I don't think anybody can tell me I'm wrong on that. It'd be tough to argue. Ray doesn't get the fucking credit he should. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Like like Ray is easily one of my top five favorites. I think he is not even arguably. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact that he is the greatest cruiserweight of all time. Oh, by a huge margin. By, yeah. a, by a huge margin. Mm-hmm. Like, and also just the longevity and the consistency of how yes. good his fucking work is. Like, he is as good now in 2022 as he was in 2012. 
And he was as good in 2012 as he was in 2002. And in 2002, he would have been as good as he was in, like, 96. And in 96, he's on national television, and he's, like, 19. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's unbelievable. That guy... Okay, so the the match with him and Eddie Halloween Havoc, right? Mm -hmm. That's 97. Yeah. He had already been on TV for WCW and missed a good amount of time with a knee surgery. And then came back and had that match. Mm-hmm. And that was in 97. 25 fucking years. Like, it's bonkers. I, I, I will never understand people not liking Rey Mysterio. God damn, this match rules, though. It's so good. The knee brace psychology, the, the face mask psychology. Beautiful. I love it. I the, love it. It's the stalling superplex. Yeah. That's Great pretty. Shit. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I love that I noted on this rewatch is the how it started versus how it ended. Mm-hmm. So the feud started. Ray hits the six one nine on Cody. Oh, but he wears the knee brace. It broke Cody's face. Right. That's the, mm-hmm. the story here. The finish. Mm-hmm. Cody hits Ray in the face with the knee brace. Mm-hmm. Then hits the crossroads finish. As Ray is on the middle rope, basically, uh-huh. for like the 619 position. Yeah. Like, brilliant. It's just fucking brilliant. So good. And I liked how, like, so the, the face mask gets taken off during the match, and he does the rest of the match, whatever. And then after the match, he grabs for it, and he's covering up his face yeah. and all that. I love that. Yeah, he really committed to it. I think this was around the time period where they said that Cody was, like, taking acting lessons mm-hmm. on his time off. Yeah. Um, great. Just a great forgotten gem of a match, man. If, if yeah. nothing else, guys, seek that shit out. So good. Um, up next, something I had not a memory of. <laughs> the core? I, I had forgotten the core existed until I saw him. You think you're dealing with the Nexus? You're dealing with, with the, the core! Uh, a terrible version of this song is played here. Yeah. It, it is... Ew. <laughs> uh, so we're talking eight-man tag. So it's the core, represented by uh, Wade Barrett, Justin Gabriel... Heath Slater and Ezekiel Jackson? Yeah. Against the team of, well, it's the big show. <laughs> Kane, Santino Morella, and Kofi. Okay. Yeah. Really struggled. I was like, I don't know. They announced Big Show and Kane as a combined weight of 880 pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so here's the thing. When this match started, I was about ready to go to bed, and I said to myself, yeah. you know what? I, I will watch this, and then I'll go to bed. And this match goes about 80 seconds. Yeah, yeah about about that. Yeah. So what we're going to do now is we're going to play a fun little game. Mm-hmm. It's a new segment I'm introducing on the show right now. Okay. It's called, Where Are They Now? And 
we're going to do this with the eight people that are in this match. Okay. Just for the sake of shits and giggles. You're my first contestant. Braden, Big Show, where is he now? He's in AEW doing commentary. Kane, where is he now? Uh, Plotting the rebellion against people who want other people to be safe by using vaccines and masks. That is correct. (laughs) Planning the the secession of Tennessee to leave the Union. Yes, yeah. Uh, Santino Morella, where is he now? Probably fighting and wrestling someone at his gym or whatever that he owns. He does? I think he has, yeah, they did like a Where Are They Now on YouTube or something like that, and he was one of them after, yeah. Did not know that. I assumed he was keeping people away from his smoking hot daughter. Uh, Uh, That's probably fair. Yeah. Uh, Kofi Kingston, where is he now? Um, uh, Doing something for WrestleMania, probably. I think he's injured, but yeah. Um, Oh, I thought... No, the other two guys in New Day are injured. Biggie's head fell off, and fucking Xavier Woods has been out for a bit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, So we're going to the other side. Ezekiel Jackson. Big Zeke! Where is he now? I have no clue. That is correct. Am I supposed to know? No, no one does. (laughs) Ezekiel Jackson doesn't even know where he is. (laughs) Just in the void. Heath Slater. Where is he now? Uh, I... Seem to recall he was in Impact. That's true, and recently main evented a pay per view for them for the world title. Did not win. Whoa, <laughs> that's not real. Win. Uh, Justin Gabriel, some indie somewhere, most likely. Yeah, uh, wrestled as PJ Black for a number of years. Did a lot of shit with Ring of Honor. Uh, fucked up other indies. I think he had a comeback at some point. No, no, that was all part before he got released. Um, yeah. Uh, Wade Barrett. He is commentating on NXT 2.0. The horny brand is what they call it. But yes. What? I don't know. I just keep seeing about how horned up NXT 2.0 is. I'm not going to watch it. Okay. Like, um, there's yeah. the internet for that. Yeah. And there's whatever you want to see, you can get. Um, Brother. <laughs> click that insane tab. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And it's done. That yeah. was my last note on that match. Mm-hmm. It's not even a match. I was talking about where these people were. Mm. Where are they now? Yeah. That took longer than the match. It. Yeah. 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 Uh, next is a backstage segment between The Rock, Eve Torres, and Mae Young. First of all, oh, no. people were up for the Cobra. Yeah. Like... If they had just made him a world champion with that Cobra, money. You remember when they thought he was going to win the Rumble? It's this year's Rumble, yeah. which is a bad Rumble because this was the year they added, they made it 40 people. It's yeah. terrible. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. But they do a great tease at the end and it really looks like Santino's going to win. And like People thought he was going to beat Brian. Daniel Bryan yeah. in the Elimination Chamber 2012 yeah. with the Cobra. Uh-huh. Come on, people. <laughs> Can't fault it if it's easy. Um, but then, Rock, Eve Torres, and Mae Young backstage. I hated this. <laughs> I I hated this Yeah, badly. This was very dumb. Get it? Mae's old. Mae Young wanted to get railed by The Rock, though. 
Who doesn't? <laughs> but like, just right, right in the project pit. Oh no! <laughs> That's a big project for that pit. Uh, oh no! <laughs> there's something really, really dirty about calling it a pit. Yeah, I, 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 I it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's putting that, bad taste in my mouth. That's uh, why I'm saying it. Cause uh, of the, it's because of the pit part. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> um, I think if you lose project, if you just call it the pit. Uh, I don't know. My like, pit. Like, oh, oh. Isn't that the worst? I don't care That's for so this. so bad. I don't care for this. It makes me wince. The, okay. Ugh, God. Uh, <laughs> makes me wince, he says. Uh, Rock's delivery after the May Young bit where he goes, couldn't have been anybody else that walked down that aisle. Couldn't have been anybody else. I'm like, dude, we get it. Like, you're the most over-the-top person ever, but god damn. It was cool then when he turns around and it's yeah. I I was like, oh, Huge fuck. Huge Stone Cold. Yeah, big, yeah, same. I love that exchange. I love that it was a little quiet. I love that it was reserved. Yeah. That was great. I was fine. I was like, dude, sometime, like, you gotta have all things, right, in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes loud, stupid, obnoxious is great. But man, sometimes those quiet moments are the fucking best. Mm-hmm. So then uh, I just snapped at you. Yeah, you did, and it was right over the microphone. So I'm worried about that later. I'm still. It's still weird to me that you have to use the three fingers. I'm not good. Hang on, I can try it with two. Oh shit! What the? Look at me. That's real loud. <laughs> yeah. I got a good one. Can you do both hands? Yeah. <laughs> I got a good snap. Look at these waveforms. What are we doing to our listeners? How are you in whistling? Not great. That's about all I got. Um, How are you on this? Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, okay. That was my Maggie Simpson impression. Oh, okay. Wait. That's good. Uh, That's good. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> this <is> wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah, so then after this, Punk versus Orton. Yeah. And I was like, ah, uh, fuck, I kind of remember this now. Like, it, it was coming back to me. The new Nexus sucked. And I'm glad yeah. it was short-lived and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why the and bad part <laughs> made me laugh. Like, as opposed to, yeah, I'm glad it was short-lived and good. <laughs> I, like, uh, anyway, um... So yeah, my note on this is this is Orton versus Punk. This should be awesome because I love Orton and I steal from Punk. I mean, I love Punk. So let's go, right? I yeah. I mean, similar. I was excited because I was like, I do remember this happening. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be great. I thought it was good. I didn't think I. There, there's I'll that line. That. There's I'll that line that. between good and great, and I don't feel like it ever crossed it. I'll give you that. I, I, really I think like I it. kind of agree. Yeah. I still liked it, yes. There's the the leg stunners in there. 
yep. is in this match. I love it. Uh, the build for this is also a thing that is interesting to me because, oh shit, we're going to have continuity. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, oh hey, remember this thing that happened a couple of years ago where you fucked me out of the belt and I fucked you out of the belt now? Okay. I like that. But the problem is that they never, they don't do it often enough. So yeah. it's like, you're just picking and choosing when shit matters instead of making oh, of everything matter. Yeah. Um, I like the promos and everything leading up to this. Randall! You know, that shit. Um, uh, also, I'd forgotten, Meg had to smart me up on this. It's a Frank Sinatra quote. The, ain't that a kick in the head? Which is a good line. Mm. But I was like, what is this from? Because I, I had forgotten what it was. It's a Frank Sinatra song. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Punk comes out to kill Switch and Gage. So when I heard this... Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was thinking we're gonna get long hair, like mm-hmm. CM Punk, and then when the, the new Nexus, I was like, I I consistently forget how long he had this song. Yeah, I feel like he, I don't know why I felt like he had cult of personality for years more. Well, okay, so hang on, so he would have debuted in '06 on ECW with Killswitch. Mm-hmm. He, this is 2011. Yeah. So the summer of punk and Money in the Bank and everything else is later this year. Mm-hmm. So that would have been five years-ish, give or take a few months, with Killswitch gets Cult of Personality in 2011. His last appearance or whatever for WWE is the 2014 Rumble. So he only had Cult of Personality for two years and a couple months. Yeah, I know. I yeah. feel like it's the other way around for some reason. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, I, I did have a note about how, like, it's interesting that both of these guys are only a few months away from what I consider their peak. I had that and, same thought. And they're working thought. with each other here. I had that same thought because I was thinking to myself, later this year is Orton Christian. That's yeah. my favorite feud of all yeah. time. And then there's that Summer of Punk... Yeah. Like, pipe bomb. Because this would have been March, right? Yeah. End of March, early April. Somewhere it's kind of like yeah. pushed forward a little July bit. July is Money in the Bank. Yeah. Like, the Orton Christian thing gets started even faster because Christian, or I'm sorry, Edge is done the next night on Raw. Yeah. The next pay per view is Extreme Rules where Christian wins the. Christian, digging deep! Yep. Christian wins the belt there. So, yeah, we're only, like, two months away from... Two, maybe three months away from, like, Punk's prime, honestly. Even you though even, even though I will say, like, the, the shit that he's doing right now in AEW has been great. Yeah. The, the MJF feud has been really fucking good. I'm glad that it's done. Uh, but, like, that was some next-tier yeah. storytelling. But, you know what I mean. Um... I like this match, though. I don't know. I do. Yeah, I like this match, too. Do you catch that high kick counter to the RKO? Yeah. I had to rewind it a couple times to see what I saw. It, yeah, it was very slick. I, I dug that. Yeah. Um, um. So, Randy's got good Euros. Yeah. It's not the type of Euro I like mm-hmm. personally, but it's a good. It's a good one. 
I like the Cesaro beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Type, you know what I mean? I think Randy does it and moves more of his just arm and upper body, and Cesaro moves his entire body. Yeah. 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 Um, what's, what is your favorite part of this match, or point of this match? Because I, I know what mine is. Um, I don't know if I have it noted specifically. Oh, that, uh, when the uh, leg gave out when he went for the punt. Okay. I liked that moment. Mine is right after that, where Punk goes to grab Orton, and Orton jumps and goes for the RKO, and Punk just cowers out of it, and no. It's right before the finish. So, I know exactly what you're, what you're talking about. Here's why I didn't like that that much. Okay. Because it was, boom, goes for the RKO, pushes, pushing him off. Great. And then it's immediately into springboard RKO. Sure. I feel like... If they they could, there could have been something out, there in between, yeah. Or if that had just been the finish, right, would have been ten times better. Um, the thing that made me like that moment, because I just thought it was different. I was actually equating it to trying to equate it to something outside of wrestling. Where I was like, that would be like if you went to pick up a snake and it went to bite at you, and you're like, whoop whoop, yeah. and it doesn't get you. Like to I me, like, I was like I, that's see, I what like that. that was, and I was like, you don't see that in wrestling, not just with the RKO, but with anything, where the guy's injured and they still swing and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. you, you almost, you, you almost got me. Yeah. Um, yeah, they could have had a a little, like, a dip or something in between there. Uh, my only problem with the finish is Punk doesn't even look like he's going for a clothesline. He's just neck out, like, RKO me, Randall, like, but, I don't know, I still liked it. Yeah. It's towing the line from good and great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bizarre promo next. Yeah. Can you... What... What? Go, please explain this. I don't know that I can. <laughs> the Rocket Pee Wee Herman? What are we even doing? Again, this is... Who is this for? Pee Wee Herman's peak would have been in like the mid to late 80s <laughs> if we're being real generous the early 90s this is 2000 and fucking 11 do you know how many people are in that fucking dome that were born after he had been done <laughs> to me peewee's fucking peak is that psa where he's holding crack this is crack rock cocaine have you seen that? No. Oh my god! What are you talking about? What, dude? I I also, if this gets me heat, I don't care. I never liked Pee Wee Herman. I never thought it was funny. I just thought it was fucking weird and dumb. What the fuck? What? This is crack. <laughs> Rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous, or cool, or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine, and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. So every time you use it, you risk dying. It isn't worth it. Look, everybody wants to be cool. Doing it with crack isn't just wrong. It could be dead wrong.
That's one of the strangest, most fucked up things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> That's the peak of Pee Wee Herman, dude. Like, I okay, so obviously I have no memory of that one specifically, <laughs> but like, having grown up and lived through that era of like anti-drug commercials, wh- where were these kids getting the money? Like, they, they would literally always just fucking put this shit out there, like, don't smoke weed, don't do crack cocaine, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But they're playing this for people in grades. But I'm nine. <laughs> my mom gave me my allowance. Let me get some flour. D- yeah. Do you know like... how much money, like, weed would have cost in 92? No. It. A lot. Like, okay. Because back then it would have been, like, a fucking wolf throw you in the deepest prison and cut your hands off for having it. Like, <laughs> God damn it, that was fucking... But why Pee-wee Herman? He's The Rock's number one fan. Uh, I'll tell you what... Or John the, Cena's number one no, fan. No, not that, the crack cocaine. Like, oh, that? Also, if you're going to sit here and tell me that he never did crack, bull fucking shit. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know why Pee-wee Herman. Last, last thing on, on the drug video thing. Um... There was a video that got passed around to like different uh, schools and shit when I was a kid that I actually thought was fascinating because it was like major intellectual properties together, like mm. like worlds are colliding type shit for an anti drug message, which they all did because it was the right thing to do, you know, this that, and the other. I'm yeah. sure they got a hefty payday, but it was shit where it was like, I, God damn it, I remember it was like Ninja Turtles. Alvin and the Chipmunks and X-Men or something like that where it's like what the fuck like yeah. basically every Saturday morning cartoon was together in this tape being like mm-hmm. don't do drugs <laughs> yeah and I was watching this as a kid being more like how'd you all get the rights to do this more than I was about like <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> wait, wait a minute that, that those guys are owned by this company like you know whatever yeah, um, yeah. Pee Wee Herman though um, I said I was going to skip the Hall of Fame. I literally wrote down, skipping the Hall of Fame ceremony, <laughs> and then I didn't. I thought about it, and then I didn't. Because uh, I saw, like, I think the first person they put up was uh, Abdullah the Butcher, and I was like, holy yeah. shit. So, I have two notes on the entirety of the Hall of Fame stuff. Mm-hmm. Number one. <laughs> Abdullah the Butcher? Yeah. Number two. Drew Carey? Yeah. Those are my two notes. Uh, I remember Drew Carey's appearance in a Rumble one year. It was very funny. Um, there, Sonny was a good pick for it. Mm. Like, you know, Road Warriors, I get. Uh, Bob Armstrong. I, I want to be like, God, like, I'm not saying you didn't have a good career or everything, but like, one of the things I don't like about the, the Hall of Fame now is it just seems like, oh, you worked here for a couple of years, you're in. I'm like, yeah. What? Huh? You, you know what I mean? Like, no. Just yeah. fucking no. Um, my last note on it just says, Thank God HBK is here. And you know what? That brings me to something that I need to put out to the world. I'm scared. I don't know why I'm always scared when you say if, something like that. Ahem. If you're a regular listener... Mm-hmm. And you listen to one of our more recent episodes, uh, the Would You Rather episode. Okay. Towards the end, 
there's a little bit of tension. Yeah, yeah. Between yeah. me and one Connor Hawkins. And I, I do think that it was a healthy tension. And it is comedic. About one Bret Hart. Okay, yeah. And one Shawn Michaels. I was unable to speak while this was happening. I, I apologize. I, I got... I was just sitting back and relaxed. Connor's eyes got so wide at several points. God, <laughs> God damn it, Tom. Yeah, Con- Connor's eyes got real <laughs> wide. He was very, very angry. Yeah. Uh, now, because we're talking about the Hall of Fame, this is where HBK goes in. Mm-hmm. need to read this to y'all. We recorded that episode on a Friday, correct? Or no, it was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday night after we got back from Rocky. Yeah. Correct. Now, the following Monday, I received the following text message from one Connor Hopkins. And I quote, I've had time to think on it, and I will concede to you that Sean is infinitely more entertaining than Brett. I will not concede that he is a better wrestler. If given the same lineup of opponents, I'm more likely to watch Sean wrestle than them than Brett. End quote. Mm. I want all of you hearing this. Yeah. That sided with him to hang your heads in shame well, for I, being wrong. I'm playing both sides. I play. I play. You both son sides. of a bitch. So I'm. I'm a half piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a half a piece of shit? Or are they whole shits and I'm just a piece of shit? Are they whole shits? Whole shits. <laughs> that sounds like a name. Um, is that is that all you had to... Yeah. I just wanted to... Brag. You wanted to brag that you were right. Got it. That's fine. I was also half right, so... So... Lawler and Cole. This is just awful. How is this Lawler's first WrestleMania match? I do think that's interesting. Um, especially because you know, here here's a fun fact that'll fucking break your brain. In ninety four, Lawler was the top heel in the company. Yeah. How? They brought him in from Memphis. No, I mean, like, how did how did he not go to Mania? His program with Brett didn't last that long. He was fired at one point. Like, allegations of horrific shit came up. He had to go settle it in court. Yeah. Was found not guilty. Uh, they brought him back. By that point, shit had changed. And then he eventually settled into a role as a commentator. All right. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Um. So I have one thing that I want to point out, and then I have something that I, you specifically, I just want to fucking prompt something here. I think this match has the all-time record for number of entrances <laughs> versus number of people in said match. And this time, <laughs> I counted. The match is Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler. Yes. But... We get entrances for Booker T, mm-hmm. Jr. Yep, Cole. Yep, Swagger. Yep, Austin. Yep, and finally Lawler, making six, six 
entrances to two people. Uh huh. I think you're right. Um, we should have gotten seven. I think Charles Robinson needed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we should. Well, yeah. What was he going to do though? He was. He's not even the ref. Austin's the ref. Special guest enforcer. That, <laughs> Charles guest Robinson. Guest enforcer Charles Robinson. Yeah. Guest referee Stone Cold. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> uh, let's talk Michael Cole real quick. Yeah. Fucking Iron Man in that company. Yeah. God damn, he's been there forever. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot fathom the abuse his brain has taken from being there. Jesus, like, I, I don't even want to know. He is good at his job. Mm-hmm. I hate people who say he's not good at his job. No, I, I agree. He he is good at his job. Like, he's actually good at what they're having him do here. It's just that what they're having him do is shit. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one of the things that I... <laughs> Your thoughts on the man are well documented. <laughs> Didn't hit the floor. <laughs> I don't care, Tom. I don't care. It dropped. Let's talk Lawler. Okay. Here's my thing. There's a large portion of his passion. <laughs> passion. A bizarre pronunciation of the word <laughs> pronunciation of the word portion. <laughs> a big bit of his career that I cannot defend. Like specifically on commentary. Like I, I I've talked about it on here before. There was a narrow time frame where I thought it worked for what the product was once they had moved past that. And like evolved what the show and the their version of pro wrestling was, he didn't have a place on commentary. Like I, I'm never going to say otherwise. I do think that his career as a whole is fascinating, though, and I think that it it should be this guy. He's still having matches. How? <laughs> because he like I'm not even saying this like prop it up because I think a lot of it is bullshit. The Memphis style. Like that, like when you talk about like an actual worker, he's had no mate. Well, he, some, but like major injuries. No, not really. He's not missing time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's old. He's had his knees and shit like that worked on, but like wear and tear, whatever. You know what I mean? Like one of the better punchers of all time. Yeah, nobody can take that away. Was over his shit. One. Hundred regional mid south, you know Memphis world titles, all that other shit. Yeah, main evented everywhere, made a fuck ton of money. Like, it's the thing where it's like, has he outstayed his welcome? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, they keep bringing him back, and all, like, if you're in that position, right? Even if you're cognizant enough to be like, wow, I'm really bad at this, Lawler, we're going to give you another. T- $200,000. Alright, I guess I'll yeah. go to work and suck. Like, yeah, yeah, go to work and suck. <laughs> like, it's either it. that or you go out and hustle back on the independence as Jerry the King Lawler and you take one bump in a match, if that. Yeah. And, you know, for less money, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I wish they would make a documentary about the, about the King. But cover his entire... Life. Yeah. Do you know he's an actually like a great artist? Like he's very fucking good at drawing and painting. Hmm. Makes makes some money on the side from like doing sketches and paintings and shit. I actually did know this. Yeah. Yeah, you just unlocked that memory. Um 
My opinions on the man are all verbal matters. Uh, as far as in in ring, he's fine. Yeah, I, I like it's the thing where it's it's of its time, you know. Like I actually, I'm not gonna ever recommend the show, but I might go back and watch the match. I really like the match that he had with the Miz for the belt. I seem to recall this. Happening. Like I actually really thought it was like solid and good and fun. You know why? Because both the people in the match were wrestlers. Yeah. This, though. What are we even doing? What? Okay, if you were going to book this match, which let's just say... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to jump those yeah, hurdles. Let's say you, you come into work and you get the... You're, you're now put in this job and, and they're like, oh, hey, we've already booked Lawler versus Cole. Okay. But we, we're going to want you to like kind of structure, agent, produce, whatever. Would you do this? No. <laughs> I would have had this be a squash. Why the fuck? It should be just him getting the... Just beat the piss out of Cole. Like, you know what made me angry watching this? Hmm. Was midway through where I was like, wait a minute, we did another one of these. And I was like, digging back through my mind, I was like, god damn it, god damn it. And I was like, oh fuck, this isn't the blow-off. Yeah. For some... Asinine reason. The Mania match isn't the fucking blow-off. It's the kiss-my-foot match, right? At Over the Limit, which is a C-level pay-per-view. Why? To what... To what end? Why? Yes! Over the Limit. (laughs) Who is this for? Lawler. (laughs) Lawler, I'm positive, would have rather just been like, let's just blow it off at Mania. Give me that sweet extra payday for having a match. And then be done with this horse shit. No one in this can think it's good. <laughs> Austin looks like he's about to cry. Dude, Austin in this is is barely even there. Not wearing anything he didn't show up in. <laughs> yeah. Not even a fucking referee shirt. <laughs> Can't be bothered. Just, oh God. This is so bad. Stone Cold on his entrance, by the way, almost runs over Jack Swagger, and it's very funny. There's an incredible good shot of Swagger mid-push-up, and the camera's, like, real low, and when the glass shatters, he's, like, mid-push-up, and his eyes go wide, like, oh, no. And I was like, that's... That's good. Fantastic. That's good. Uh, Lawler hits a dropkick. I'm... I'm... My... My opinions on the matter, man, are... Being tossed aside for a second. I'm sure. glad he at least got a Mania match. Well earned. If yeah, if this is the one he got, at least it's one. Yeah, it kind of sucks that this is it. But like, yeah, but uh, yeah, the drop kick. It was fine. <laughs> what? Give me, give me some of your notes on this. Because I, I, when you're done, I'm going to read my last three. Stone Cold is screaming when he's counting. He's going full gravel. He's like one. Two! Three! <laughs> like, Jesus. Stone Cold is faxing it in at this point. Not even phoning it in. <laughs> it's a fax in 2011. Like. Yeah. Um, um. Too long. It's so long. Too long. It's so long. God damn it. My last three notes on this just say, 
What an unreal waste of time. The anonymous GM was so stupid. And then, why did we do this? Guys, if you're listening you don't know, the anonymous raw general manager then gets on the fucking laptop and basically says, oh hey, Lawler lost. Michael Cole wins. Because the referee overstepped... Some it's stupid. It's fucking authority stupid. It's or some something. stupid thing that they like. They never do any other time. It's awful. It's just fucking awful. So dumb. But the next part. Now we're the, fucking. T- now we're talking. Is this the other one that you've seen before? Yeah, but I wanted to talk about the beer bash first. Oh yes, because there's a beer bash. Because got you to. got got to. I laughed pretty damn hard when Stone Cold stuns Booker T. Yeah. And then just kind of gives a, yeah, I had to. Yeah. Gives the I had to shrug. I love that. What do you expect? Exactly. Um, this is the other one. Here we go. Triple H versus Taker. No holds barred. I, okay, so in the build for this, I actually really fucking love the build for this. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that I remember at the time that it was happening, it's not what I wanted the build to be then, but in hindsight, I'm like, oh no, this is very good. First things first, the no word promo. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Fucking. Yeah. The cool thing about it to me was that both Taker and Triple H have been off TV for months. They hype Taker's return. He walks out, doesn't get a chance to say anything. Triple H's music hits. It's a surprise return. We do the no word promo, look at the sign, eh, go to leave, no, stop, turn, throat slash, crotch chop, it's fucking on, right? So awesome. So good. So, so, fa- I, I, des- I wish I knew whose idea that was, just to put them over for it. Like, what a great concept. Yeah. Um, I, okay, so the build for this, basically, like, in the video package and the promos and everything, is Triple H saying... I've won every belt. I've held every accolade. But I haven't been the man to beat the streak. Mm-hmm. Which is such a good, simple, strong story. Yeah. But at the time it was happening, that's not what I wanted. I wanted the story to be, last year, you took away my best friend. Yeah. I'm going to take the thing that matters to you the most. Because the idea of the this is the one thing I haven't accomplished I was like there's so many guys you could give that to yeah that's what the build for Cena and Taker should have been yeah like I'll never I'll never say otherwise it should have been Cena and Taker at Wrestlemania 30 I won every single championship yep held them multiple times except for the IC championship yeah and <laughs> I mean with Triple H it fits a little bit better because he you know had done you know what I mean like yeah. he's, he'd held every belt won the King of the Ring won the Rumble Made of it at WrestleMania, all the like, all that other shit. But okay, but still a very good build. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a really good line in this video package. Mm-hmm. Triple H says, talking about the streak. When it dies, you die, and if I can't end it, then I'll die trying. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they're both such big Metallica marks that they had to get in the line. Uh, on that night, nothing else will matter. Mm. It's like, all right, guys. I like it, too, but I see what you're doing. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know, it just seemed on the nose. Uh, this, okay. I lost my shit for Triple H's entrance on this. Mm-hmm. Because it's dubbed over now on John Peacock. But they're playing for whom the bell tolls. Ooh. So when I was watching this live and that song started, I was like, sit up straight. I was like, the f- fucking Metallica? Who's, what? What the fuck? And then people on Twitter online were like, it's Nick fucking Gage. I was like, sh- everyone shut up. Uh, so the whole thing with like the, basically the Spartan soldiers coming out and the shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called like, um, I think it's called a Felix or Phalanx. It's something where they like, they stand in such a way that like each shield overlaps the other one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Unbelievably cool. Yeah. The fucking... The reveal of Triple H in the fucking... The skull, the crown, the chainmail, everything. With that spotlight on him. That's all set to For Whom the Bell Tolls. That's awesome. And I was like, this is undeniably cool. And then it cuts into his music, whatever. Hey, Vince, I'm gonna need you to dub over it For Whom the Bell Tolls. Because I don't like coming out to good songs. <laughs> um, so then, past that... Fucking weird thing that nobody remembers. Taker doesn't come out to Taker's music originally here. He came out to Ain't No Grave by Johnny Cash. Really? Yeah, and they dubbed it over for the the streaming service. Interesting. Is that 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 would be so dope. Yeah, it's it was really fucking cool. Um, I I was like, I can't watch all of Taker's entrance right now. I skipped a bunch of it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I am sorry, I cannot. Um, what, what do you think of the match? What? Sorry, I just was thinking about it. That may be the thing that ultimately leads to legal action being taken against us. Um, Why would you do that? My thought on this match in general, I love it. I I think it is just fucking great. It's such a good story. Um, I think that this is the prototype, or not? maybe not prototype, or the rough draft or whatever for what would be the master class the year later at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um... I love that it's a hot start. I absolutely yeah. love that it's a hot start. And they just get fucking going. And then they slow it down later. The shit mm-hmm. in between the shit late in the match is what's money. Um, Taker's last dive. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. It's, it's very... There's a lot of crazy bumps in this. Triple H taking a back body drop off the announce table to the floor. There, there's Jesus that, Christ. There's the fucking uh, God damn it! It's some wild thing where it's like Triple H is on the steps, spinebuster, spinebuster off the steps through a table. Yeah, uh, just great, great shit. And then like once they get down the stretch with all of uh, the last headshot with a chair is in this match. 
Really? Yeah. T- I mean, Taker gets the hand up, but that's the last time somebody got... And this was after it was banned. Hmm. So I'm sure they got some shit or fines or whatever, but like... Mm-hmm. It's just fucking great. Um, I, it might be my favorite moment in this is actually when Triple H hits the tombstone on Taker. Mm-hmm. And but when he scoops him up and you can you can't quite see it because of like the positioning and their bodies and whatnot. But Triple H yelling "Game over, Tombstone, dude!" That that's that's dope. That's fucking cool as that's shit. Awesome. I also really loved that. Like, I I'm big on both he like heroes and villains at the right time in the story need to show fear. Mm-hmm. When Trip, when Taker kicks out of that tombstone, and Triple H is like reeling backwards on the canvas, he looks scared. Yeah, and it's a thing where it's like that to me adds to the story because contextually, he shouldn't. He should be like, I'm still in control. Yeah, you fucking kicked out. Whatever, I've still got you. You're still down. I'm still up. Whatever. He looks fucking afraid. And I'm like, that adds so much more to what this is. Yes. Um, the the finish, I think, is interesting, but I do like. Um, yeah, it is interesting. Um, the the near fall on the pedigree. There's three in this match, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I think the first one, people are like, oh shit. I think even the second one, people were like... I think the third one, people were like, oh my god! And then, yeah. Because you, you've never seen that. You know, yeah. like, that's one of the most protected finishes that they've ever had. Yeah. It's so good. I Everyone bit so hard on the tombstone that uh, Triple H yeah. gives. Just... And I do like that finish. I, I like it. I do, too. I, I think it tells a good story of just, like... Like we touched on the idea of um, when we when we talked about Mania twenty six the the match with uh, Taker and Sean Pride versus Desperation. Mm-hmm. I think that the the story of this match is a different version of the same themes. Pride versus Desperation, because the finish is the finish is Desperation. Like triple or I'm sorry, Taker locks in the 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 choke or whatever on the Hell's Gate. On Triple H and just will not relinquish it. Mm-hmm. Triple H almost gets to the hammer to get out of it and then can't, and that's that. And then afterwards, Taker is the one that gets stretchered out. Yeah, and Triple H isn't. So it's the thing where it's like, okay, the sheer desperation to keep this thing going and and to win is what led Taker to win, but. Ultimately, at what cost? Like, he he's the one who took the fucking beating. Yeah. But then they bled that into the story for the year following, where it was, you won the battle, I won the war, mm-hmm. type of thing. And I was like, that is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. My goal. I love it. I love it, my goal. I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it. Ball game. Ball game. Uh, you, you, you take, you, you, God damn it. God damn it. You, you take this for just a few seconds while I grab yet another bottle. Jesus. Yeah, well, they go down fast. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if we do we want to. There was a do not. There was a don't try at home ad, and it was interesting. However, not not the do not try at home ad. Oh, I didn't catch that. There was after right after this. There was a don't try at home ad. <laughs> Very appropriate. Yeah. Um. But it wasn't like the one that. Well, never mind. Uh, the first one had Benoit in it. That's why. <laughs> you know what would have been. Going back to the Triple H Taker match, you know what might have been like a very cool version of the finish that they did, maybe a little bit more cinematic. But imagine if, because while he's in that show, Triple H is desperately trying to find the the, the hammer, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if he if the finish had been that he finds it, gets it, raises the hammer in his hand, he's still in the choke, and then just goes limp and drops it. He's out. Mm. So the idea being that, like, at that point, that was it. He can't breathe. His body's tapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he had been able to hold on for one more second, he would have, in essence, dropped that thing on Taker's face and broken the hold. I think that I think that would have been... That might have been the, the only better option, I think. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Um. So then there's six-person mixed tag. Mm-hmm. So it's Ziggler and Laycool versus Morrison, Trish Stratus, and fucking Snooky. <laughs> yeah. Why is Morrison always the one in these tag matches with the celebrity? Because he can work with anybody. Fair enough. He's unbelievably cool. Unbelievably easy. Like, Fair the, enough. the most chill person. Nice. Nice. Um, I, I don't remember Trish coming back here. Me neither. Not even a little bit. Like, like it, it, at all. Um, so then I, I did a little bit of snooping hmm. on the old internet. Come to find out, Melina, not on the show, was at the time dating Morrison. Hmm. Pissed off that she's not in this spot. Hmm. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Uh, especially for what this is. This is nothing. Dude... This um, what my first note on this is. This is already longer than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Just, I like the starship pain to the outside. That was neat. That was very impressive. Yeah. Um. Well, my last note on this is, what an unbelievable thing that just happened. <laughs> the uh, no Snooky's weird. I'm gonna do a cartwheel over you, and then just kind of be like, whoop. Yeah. What a weird. What a stu. What. God. Uh, who? No, no. I have a question here that I thought of. Who do you think did the least on this show? Because it might be Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing in this. <laughs> I, I like to the to the point where I'm like I don't even know why he's in this. I don't know. And there's that. Uh, let's get to the end of this bad boy. Unless you got something else. I think that's it. So, my first note on the main event, I don't really remember... I didn't remember this match at all. Hmm. Um, however, God-tier video package for The Miz. Yeah. It's real good. We, we, we've spent a fourth of this entire podcast <laughs> in the history of the show talking about po- video packages. Hot damn, this is... Yeah. 
I would rather you all hate me for everything that I am instead of love me for something I'm not. Which is a great quote, which is actually from, I believe, Kurt Cobain. But, yeah. Still. God tier. Absolutely. The and Also, just the, you can hate me now, the fucking, the song, the setup being Miz watching all these great wrestling moments and then having his own. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... I, I love it. I, I love that the the start of him doing a dumb dance on the Tough Enough competition, and then it's, you know, blah, 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 United States champion, blah, blah, money in the bank, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking good. And then he has that dumb pool float entrance set. <laughs> you don't like it? I hate the the inflatable awesome. I hate it. Oh. It looks like marshmallows. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like but it. But I love that you can tell that Miz is, like, choked up. Like, the moment he comes through those stupid balloons, hmm. you can tell he's, like, trying real hard not to just keep crying. Like, I, I, I'm confident he was crying on the other side of those stupid inflatable letters. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, get it together, Mikey. Like, yeah, you can see it in his eyes and his face. Mm-hmm. And and why not? How could yeah. you not? That guy used to like get f- like JBL threw his shit out of the locker room and said you changed in the fucking hall. Yeah. And now he's main eventing WrestleMania. Like there you go. Good for him, man. Like champ out first, stupid. Yeah, I don't like that. I hated seeing his entrance. What is this? I don't know. I I genuinely walked out of the room for a bit. <laughs> It's like a gospel thing, and they're in, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just so weird. It's just not good. Um. So, watching this match and not having any memory of the actual match, right? But I was like, I know that at some point, Mrs. Brain gets bashed in. I, so I, I'm kind of like looking for that. But it doesn't happen when I thought it happened. And this match isn't good. <laughs> Uh, I I didn't like it, and, and like I had it just says this seems like it's called on the fly and to its detriment. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I definitely can see that. Um, there's a I'm sorry. Go ahead. My my note is Mrs. Skull is mush now because I actually he I, I saw some video about him talking about yeah. this moment. When he, he goes off the, the wall or whatever, like yeah. Cena tackles him, and you can see his head just hit concrete. Ugh. But before God. that, I think, uh, Cena hits this unbelievable AA yeah. for a false finish. And I was like, it, it's one of the better ones he's ever done. Like, Miz, yeah. Miz is eight feet in the fucking air. Yeah, definitely. I do remember that. But then Miz gets absolutely fucking concussed. Um, and then they do a double count out. And it's the thing where I was like, I know, like, I wasn't sure how it happened. I was like, that's not the end of this fucking show. Yeah. The Rock comes out, and for whatever reason, has executive power. But, as, and that's, the host can do that. I guess. He is so wet. Yeah! Why? He takes his jacket off to reveal a wet t shirt. You put a dry jacket over a wet t shirt? I guess. I don't know how that works. Like, so, fucking. Also, The Rock shuts down the anonymous GM. 
Yeah. So I'm like, all right, so the thing that made something matter earlier doesn't matter now. Yeah. Like, the thing that I hated about this show, specifically at the end, is it's just The Rock. Everything and everyone else is second or third tier. Yeah. As long as we've got The Rock, right? And The Mm -hmm. Rock is the guy, and The Rock is The Rock, and The Rock, and The Rock, and The Rock, and The Rock. (laughs) The rest of you are fucking disposable. Yeah. And it made me not like the show, and it made me not like The Rock. Like, this fucking ending is so so stupid. stupid. So stupid. So Rock comes out, restarts the match... And then immediately betrays John Cena, who's he's, who, whom he's already been burying all night. Yeah. Rock bottom, Miz stumbles in with his shattered brainstem and gets the pin. Mm-hmm. It sucks that Miz isn't fully cognizant to, like, celebrate this moment in his career. You can see the CTE on his face. Oh, bad. He has no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the Rock rock bottoms him. Yeah. No, he, he does the people's elbow. Oh, that, I'm sorry, that's what, yeah. But either way, why? Why? Uh, because the guys that are going to be on TV the next night and the guys that are going to be main eventing your house shows for the next six months need to look like fucking chumps. That's why. Ugh. Like, Ilk. Ilk. I, I hate it. I fucking hate it. And also, we never actually made anybody off of The Rock ever since they brought him back at this point. Because then the next year, it's him and Cena, right? Yeah. And in between that, they do the tag match, I think, with Cena and and Rock against Miz and Truth, where Cena and Rock win. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after that, we do Punk and Rock, and Rock wins. Yep. And we do Punk and Rock again, and Rock wins. And then we do Cena Rock 2. And Cena wins. Nobody was made. Paid? Sure. Absolutely. Nobody was made. At all. Cena was, Cena was already your fucking... The, the, the dude among dudes. Yeah. So what was the fucking point of this? It's Dwayne Johnson. Aren't you happy? Got to. Uh, Braden, I'm very tired. What was your take on this show as a whole? Would you recommend... Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it was. It's fine. I would yeah. absolutely seek out Cody and Ray. Yeah, I would absolutely seek out um, Triple H and Undertaker, which should have been the main event. Yeah, probably. It would have been a way I'd better end. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with you. It's a light recommend. Um, light. Re- yeah, that's a good way to put it. Light recommend. Yeah. Uh, Cody Ray is fantastic. Got to. Taker Triple H is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is honestly just kind of there. Yeah. You know, uh, which is weird because, like, Punk and Orton is great. I forgot about that match, too. Exactly. It, it's it's very strong, but it's just not something where I'm like, you gotta see it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's definitely worth watching. Um, definitely. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's all I got. Um, let's plug some stuff real quick, and then I... I so tired. Uh, Zawa. Zawa. It's Zawa. Say it right. Wow. Zawa. Rocket Pro. Anarchy. Journey Pro. Uh, our friends out at Magnum. Yeah. Uh, others. Um, more are coming. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at WowEd Podcast. Follow yep. me on Snapchat at Bitter Lunatic. Uh, follow Braden at. Deschain underscore QD. 
don't follow ha- uh, Connor at Hopper twenty seventeen. Thank you. I don't know. I I was about to say don't follow Hopper, which is not right. Um, <laughs> it's almost right. Maybe follow Berna at. All I do is Berna. Yes. Otherwise, that's that. Do you have any ideas for uh, upcoming episodes yet? No. Mm. I gotta think. Well, I think that the most important thing that we need to do is we really need to just try to, like, end the show on a high note. And with that, I say to you... What are we here to do?